Danielle Barker with episode three of Momming with Endurance. I am so excited to be with you you, here today. Um, If I can get over my words. Um, So last episode, we talked about studying the Bible and some quick tips and tricks to do that. Um, My main one was pick a book, pick a chapter, and read it. Note any keywords that you saw. Note the theme that you saw throughout the chapter, throughout the book. Um, mull over it, chew on it for a few days a week. Um, you know, studying the Bible is not an, a quick process. It can be quite tedious sometimes, but we're supposed to meditate on it and to know it. So those are my little tips, tricks, whatever. Um, I have some notes on the blog if you want to go back and reread that. Um, if you want to go back over 2 Peter, I have my notes from 2 Peter on the blog. So um, let's step into real quick. This is going to be just a quick episode, hopefully. Um, you know, some people might not feel comfortable over just doing keywords or whatever. You might not be ready for that. You might need something a little bit different, okay? So I'm going to give you just a few um, acronyms, okay? I know we all like checklists. Like I said last time, we love acronyms. At least I do. I like acronyms. You can remember a whole lot through acronyms. Um, So if you type in your search bar, um, studying the Bible tools, you will probably find things like um, SOAP, an acronym SOAP. Uh, what? Okay, so I just went on Google and typed in acronyms for studying the Bible, and um, it took me to a website, writethemonmyheart.com. Um, I have not really looked at this um, website, so I'm not going to endorse it or not. She just has a few different, a lot, a lot, whenever I say a few, I mean a lot of, um, of different acronyms. Um, so one that I think most people know is scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Okay. That one's super simple. Um, scripture, what did you observe? How do you apply it in prayer? Um, that one's a little bit too simple for my taste. Um, and mainly because what my, what I think the purpose, what I think the purpose of devotional should be, and I think we get this backwards so many times, is that it's not all about me. It's not, yes, we apply the scripture, um, but again, it's to know the holiness of God. And I think some of these acronyms kind of turn it around too much and focus more on how to apply it to our lives then focus on how we can see how God's holy. Because, guys, like I said, um, I think in the previous episode, um, whenever we learn how, about God, God's going to reveal more things about us to us. But our main purpose is to know his holiness and to worship him, not to find out about ourselves. And I think we get that very wrong in our culture. Um, 
is that we want to know more about ourselves. We have self-love and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not going to go into that right now, although that's one of my big issues. Um, you know, Ali Bastucki has a great book right now, You're Not Enough, and that's okay. I would really recommend everybody to read it um, just because we are definitely saturated in a culture of self-love, self-affirmations, all that. And that's not really biblical. Um, What's biblical is that we're not enough. And that's why Jesus had to come and die on the cross for our sins to reconcile us to the Father. Because uh, we weren't enough to do it on our own. So anyway, um, some of these acronyms are great. Some of them are a little bit too milky for us. We want to graduate into the big kid section. The, um, (laughs) you know, I don't know if y'all have had it on, um, at your family reunions or, or get togethers or whatever, but there's a little kid table and then there's the adult table. Well, we're at the adult table right now and we're wanting to chow down guys. We want the, we want the meat and potatoes of it. So not really the, the milk. Um, so there are, you know, the five R's I'm going to read through some of these. I haven't really studied a lot of them. So I had a either a blog post that I had started or a Word document that I had started or a notepad, something that I had written a lot of these on, and I cannot find it. So those of you who know me um, are not surprised. (laughs) I'm pretty absent-minded a lot of the time. So, um, you know, you have the five R's, the read, rewrite, restate, relate, reveal, respond, um, Press, pray, read, examine, summarize, share. I kind of like that one. Um, press, pray. And I honestly, guys, I am so bad. I forget to pray before doing devotional sometimes. Like I just, just jump into it and forget to even mention, you know, yeah, we need to pray before. <laughs> I apologize um, for that because I am very, uh, I'm a very literal person and sometimes it, it, I don't think about the spiritual aspect of, you know, God, I guess, um, and the supernatural part of him, or uh, if that makes any sense at all. Like, I'm more of a studier, um, but yeah, God's reminding me that, you know, yeah, prayer is an important thing, guys. Um, studying the Bible is, but prayer is too, so... I, I like this one, though. Pray. A lot of these have the pray in before before it. Pray, read, examine, summarize, share. There's also praise. It's a little bit um, similar. Pray, read, assess, investigate, submit, and express. I don't know anything about that one. You can click on some of these links. Um, this is writethemonmyheart.com. Write them Again, I don't... I haven't... Um, there was one that was like frog or something. But I remember soap. Soak is a little bit um, similar to soap. Scripture, observation, application, kneeling, and prayer. So um, there was, uh, I remember frog. I can't remember what it stands for. I actually do use an acronym. There was one, um, she made up this one, is Apple, 
and I kind of, I do like this one. This is Apple. The attributes of God. I better start using this one. Attributes of God, promises of God, principles for life, lesson learned or sin to avoid, and example to follow. I like that one. Um, so I learned whenever we went overseas at IMB headquarters, whatever, they taught us one, and it was very simple. Um, it was very simple to learn. And now I think that's the point is that you're teaching people to teach people. Okay. Um, so I did this one with some of my girls over in Portugal. We went through Romans together. Guys, that was six years ago. Um, so I'm a little bit rusty. I'm having to write it down though, because I don't remember. And again, my note, um, to myself is long gone by now. Um, but I went through this with friends in Portugal. Okay, so I had to <laughs> I had to pause it and write it down because I couldn't remember it and talk at the same time. Um, so the one that we learned to go overseas and that I used with some of my friends um, is Speca. Yes, S P E C K A S P E C K A, and it was a great resource and tool for me who had never really yes I'd been a Christian since I was six, and done some devotionals in the past, uh, but I hadn't sat down and taken the Bible and done a one-on-one or even a group of girls and just with the Bible. Um, And so this is a great tool to be able to take the Bible and to learn from it. Um, Just again, it's a tool. It's not an extra biblical resource. Well, I guess it would kind of be an extra biblical resource. It's not an extra biblical commentary resource. Um, It's something that you can use and uh, I, I just like it, okay? <laughs> I can't explain it. It's almost midnight right now whenever I'm um, recording this so that it would be extra quiet in my house right now. But So it's Speca, S-P-E-C-K-A. So sin, promise, example, command, knowledge, and application. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six things. So you're going to go through, I think we went through Acts or Romans or something like that. Um, I think we went through Acts at IMB training, actually. But I took my friends through Romans. And um, and it was, just, it was a great time for me to say, okay, what does this say? And here are some things to look for. It's not... And you might not find it in everything. You might not find a specific sin in every single book of the Bible, or every, not every single book, every single um, chapter of the Bible. Um, But look for occasions of sin. So like if you were reading Genesis and you read about Lot, you know, what are some examples of sin that you see? (laughs) Um, What are, what are the sins? So is there a promise? And you can ask, these questions as you're reading it. Is there a sin? Is there a promise that God gives to a specific people, a specific, a specific people group, or is it for the world? Um, 
you know, in the Old Testament a lot, you see a lot of promises to Abraham, to Isaac, to the people of Israel, um, and then some that you can apply even to modern Christians. Um, in the New Testament, you see a lot of promises. You also see promises to specific individual people. So we need to we need to dif- differentiate between those two. Anyway, um, so what are some examples that you see? Do you see examples of wrong things to do or examples of people to follow? You know, Rahab um, in the Bible was considered um, a woman of faith because she trusted in the God of the Israelites. And, um, and so you can follow her example. And, you know, she helped the spies um, have a safe place. And, um, and God promised her that she and her family, whoever was in her apartment, would not be killed or her house would not be killed. You know, there's a promise and there's an example that you can follow. Um, and she was actually in the lineage of Jesus. Um, so is there a command? We'll go on to see. Is there a command that you see? You know, we've already talked about one in Matthew. Go therefore and make disciples. Are there imperative statements? Is it just to a people group? Is it to a per- person? Um, so like tonight as a family, we read um, about Moses crossing the, the Red Sea and he lifted up his staff. God said, lift up your staff. Or he, God commanded him to um, strike the, the rock and with that staff and water would flow out. Is there a command? Is it to one specific person, one a people group, or is it to Christians in general? Is it to a people in general? Um, what kind of knowledge, now we're getting into, um, more of a thinking, more of a, an application going away from, um, we're going more into an application. Um, what is some knowledge that you can glean from this? You know, does it talk about the Messiah? Are you in the old Testament where it prophesies about Jesus? Like in Isaiah, um, we were reading, Zephaniah or Zechariah or something tonight as a family too. And, and it, it had an, um, a foreshadowing of Jesus. And that was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I think this is kind of where I've gotten a lot of my topics to mark through my Bible from um, knowledge and interesting facts and then um, commands and imperative statements. I, I just really like... Um, those things to pop out on the page to me, especially whenever I'm doing an, um, the speca or another um, alliteration or acronym um, study. Um, so what kind of knowledge can you see from the scripture that you're reading? Um, you know, and it might be something simple like Peter's talking to fellow believers. We'll go back to second Peter um, Peter's dealing with non-believers in the church, infiltration of uh, heretics, maybe, in the church. How to spot uh, unbelievers versus believers. Um, what kind of knowledge does this passage give? And then also, how can you apply it to your life? I do think that that's important. Um, 
you know, I go back to Lot and Lot's wife. Okay, application, don't look back whatever God says, don't look back or you will turn into a pillar of salt. You know, um, you know, have faith, trust, trust in Jesus. Um, another application, uh, I don't know. And that, that could be personal. That could be combined with the knowledge that you have gleaned from that pericope or from that chapter or whatever. Um, so those, um, there are probably a lot more um, acronyms that you could use. I think that that is a great tool to start out with. I have taught youth with this tool um, and new believers and pre Believers, I don't know if that's a word. Um, seekers, man, I don't really want to say seekers, but um, people who have not yet accepted Jesus that were wanting to study the Bible. And yes, there are people out there. Let me just take a little side tour, side sidetrack. Um, believers are not the only ones that want to study the Bible. Um. I know a lot of believers now who study the Bible as non-believers. Um, and God speaks through his word. God speaks through Bible study. So let's not forsake um, making disciples. <laughs> Let me use that word again. Because I think there's a, a really common misconception, especially in in our culture, that we walk down an aisle and we say a prayer and we're saved. You know, I think that 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 would be a radical conversion, and I think that happens all the time. I also think that there are gradual conversions where people learn about Jesus and learn and hear from him through his word. Um, my kids, for example, have grown up knowing the word of God and we have studied the Bible, you know, since before some of them were born. And, um, I truly believe that my, my two oldest at least are saved. They haven't walked an aisle. They haven't saved, said a prayer. They will tell you that they are saved. Um, because of this, this, and this, we are teaching them theology. We are teaching them more about Jesus and then we'll, um, determine a time and a place for them to get baptized, I guess. Um, but I do believe that they are Christians. And, but it wasn't, I think it was a gradual conversion. I don't think it was like one day they asked God into their hearts or whatever you want to say, quote, unquote. Um, you know, me, myself, I know that I was saved whenever I was six. Um, over a bowl of ravioli, I was, I know that I prayed a prayer and I made a decision at that point that I was going to follow Jesus. And it's been a process, but I know that I know that I know that at six years old, I was a Christian. My husband said a prayer whenever he was eight and was not a Christian. He got baptized and then he did his own thing and he got he got um, saved and he made a profession later on in life. Um, whenever he was in his 20s, after he was <laughs> teaching Sunday school. Um, so my whole point in that 
is whenever you are learning about the Word of God and um, our goal is to teach others, whether it be our kids, whether it be neighbors or Sunday school classes or whatever, don't forget to make disciples. Not only growing yourself and being mentored, but mentoring other Christians and then going to non-Christians and teaching them about the Bible too. So that is the podcast for today. Just a few little acronyms and encouragement if you um, are still a little bit confused. Again, I'm going to do, I should have um, some of this written all out in a blog form on the website, momandwithendurance.com. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, and I'm on TikTok, and I'm on Facebook a little bit. I have a, a page. I can also create a group at some point. I don't know. That's a lot of work. <laughs> a blog and all of, all of it is uh, quite a bit of work. So um, right now, I'm on Instagram and TikTok and the podcast and the blog. Um, again, that's momandwithendurance.com. Um, so... Uh, my resources will be on the blog. And if you have any questions, if you have any questions about how to start, um, you're still a little bit confused, you still don't really know what to do, message me. Um, contact me in some way, and I would be happy and more than glad to get back with you and to help you out in any way I possibly can. My whole goal, again, for this is to be... Just be an encouragement to women who want to study the Bible more, who want to grow deeper in their faith, um, who just need encouragement for everyday life. Okay, so that's my short little episode today. I kept it under 30 minutes like I wanted to do, and um, I hope it's an, an encouragement to you. So um, I will talk to y'all on the next episode. I think I'm going to do... a. Um, on the next episode, some tips and tricks for having a reading culture in your home. So tune in next week for that one. Thank y'all so, so much for listening. And don't, again, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at momandwithendurance at Instagram. That's my main um, platform. So y'all have a great day and I will talk to you later.